Now, according to the Northwest University School of Business and Governance, Professor Raymond Parsons, these are levels that were last seen during Nenegate. Professor Parsons joins us on the line. A very good morning to you, Professor, and welcome. Good morning, Elvis. First and foremost, I'd like to find out from you this uh, particular uh, uh, policy uncertainty index for the fourth quarter. Um, what does it tell us, and, and what were some of the major findings from the uh, PUI? Well, let me start, if I may, Elvis, by saying that the whole issue of political and indeed policy uncertainty in South Africa dates back several years. It's been a cumulative thing, and it's been driven by a number of factors. And what our index has tried to do over the past two years is to, is to calibrate that level of policy and political uncertainty. Um, and there are a number of reasons, uh, because if you look at all the surveys of the South African economy, whether it's external or, or, or internal, uh, there is a common theme about policy uncertainty. And then when we come to the fourth quarter of last year, I think we see two main factors which drove uh, that index higher. The first was the shock about the state of, of South Africa's public finances, uh, which were revealed in the so-called mini-budget in, in, in October last year. And it wasn't so much that one didn't realize that it was a difficult situation. It's more that the revelations in that mini-budget were not really at that point, in fact, they were not coupled uh, with a credible plan on how to deal with it. And that caused uncertainty. And the second factor was there was indeed quite a high level of political and indeed policy uncertainty which surrounded the build-up to the ANC conference and its immediate outcomes. We must remember that at the time, it was Deputy President Florian Raposa who won by a small majority. There were also some radical announcements which emerged from the conference. And so at that point in time, although these outcomes were hedged around with, with some conditions, it just meant that at that time of the year, as we ended up last year, uh, there was a very uncertain note in the air. And that is what, the, what that index indeed captured. Now, a figure above 50 reflects heightened politi- uh, political or policy uncertainty, while a score below that indicates reduced uncertainty. So take us through the, this rather persistent, uncertain and somber PUI outlook for South Africa, and what does the future look like? Well, I think as we move into the new year, those factors which were driving uncertainty, and if one goes back, of course, it's the issue that uh, we have plans, which either we don't follow or we don't implement. And eventually that has a very corrosive effect on investor confidence, on the willingness to commit to a country when, when the road ahead is so uncertain. And so what we've now seen in the first quarter, as the dust has begun to settle on, on the outcomes of the, of the ANC conference, we, we see now that there are some things happening, more things seem possible, especially in our efforts to deal with issues like ESCOM, state capture, the corruption, the fact that uh, the South African delegation was able to put over an investment-friendly message at at the recent meeting at the VOS. So all this adds up to saying that at this point in time, both the markets and business have responded positively to to the prospect of certain policy changes, new leadership, which might 
hopefully now create more certainty and be able to turn the South African economy around. That's what we want. We want more growth. We want more jobs. And you can see already whether it's Reserve Bank or, or indeed some, some of the other economists are now beginning to think of, of revising their growth forecast upwards. And I mean, instead of talking now about a 1% growth this year, it could well be perhaps 1.5. So, so there is good news out there. We just need to capitalize on it so that we can reduce the political and the policy uncertainty that has exacted such a high price from our economy in, in the past. Now, the narrative around the index also suggests that there appears to be a cautious optimism now, which might lead to a lower level of policy uncertainty in the period ahead. Why is this the case? Well, that's simply because we've seen certain developments in the first quarter of this year, which point to uh, what, uh, what might be done better. We may not know what is best, but we can certainly do things better. And, and one of the issues that, of course, will, will indeed come up quite soon apart from from State of the Nation address and what will its message be and who will be delivering it, I think there's also the budget, which comes towards the end of the month. And there, there's a big fiscal gap uh, of the order of 60 to 70 billion rand, which has to be covered either from the expenditure side or, or indeed from the tax side. So there's going to be a tough budget, but it needs to embody a constructive message about where we're going from now on as an economy. And whether it's it's the state-owned enterprises, finances, or the other big-ticket items in the budget, such as free education, of course, nuclear power, and so forth, these have to be reprioritized. And, of course, basically what the Minister of Finance has to decide is how the pain of consolidating our public finances is to be spread over all our different shareholders and our stakeholders. And therefore, it's very important that that budget consolidates the better move by getting that mix right. It's very important to get that that mix right between what we do about government spending and what we do about taxes. That's very important for our growth prospects. And, of course, we have have got the credit rating agencies also waiting in the wings. They want to see a stabilization of our public finances. They want to see renewed growth prospects. And they want policy predictability. We must now be able to deliver that in the budget, for example, in a credible way that will generate further confidence. Now, Professor, we've seen some positive news on the political as well as the economic front since the ANC's elective conference in December. Uh, There's also the strengthening of the RAND. Uh, The deputy president was in Davos. Some very good news from there. But are these reflected in the fourth quarter index results? And, and, And what would be then the sort of score that we can look forward to in the first quarter of 2018? And that score of 55.4, of course, not a good score at all. Well, no, that's right. And that was in itself sending us a message. In a way, it also told us what is at stake in order to get get the politics right. We've got to get everything else right in order to see its, its interdependence between politics and economics. And what's important here is that we consolidate this this better mood uh, and that we say to the country, look, we are now going to take some fresh decisions. We, We are going to unlock our true potential and we're going to turn this economy around so that it begins to get the growth and the employment that it needs. Even 1.5% is not all that good, given the challenges we face. We have to do much better. And that is the promise we've got to realize. And in order to do that, 
we've got to send out a message that we have got certainty and predictability as far as that is possible about what is our economic road ahead and what kind of, of political and business leadership will help to make it happen. The Reserve Bank Governor, Lesetja Khanyaho, also flagged policy uncertainty at the last meeting of the Monetary Policy Committee earlier this month. Is there perhaps a sense now, Professor, that the authorities are taking note of the Northwest University School of Business and Governance Policy Uncertainty Index? Well, I, I think it, it has acquired resonance. It has acquired traction uh, uh, because the fact is this is a recurring theme uh, uh, in all the statements made, whether by the Reserve Bank or by the other observers of the South African situation. And I think, once again, if, if you're referring to recent statements by the Monetary Policy Committee of the Reserve Bank, uh, it was on the 18th of, of, of January, it, it was also less hawkish. It's saying, look, it's possible, firstly, we've been able to raise our growth forecast, which is what they did, that we've got inflation under better control, and therefore, perhaps later in the year, we could see a cut, a cut in interest rates if South Africa plays its political and economic cards smartly. And I think that's, 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 you know, that's the important point. Because with a favorable outlook for the world economy, which we've got on the weaker dollar, we're in a good position to turn the economy around and to unlock its potential and give hope that we have a bigger, better and stronger economy in the future. Professor, thank you so much for your time and joining us. Thank you. That was Professor Raymond Parsons from the Northwest University School of Business and Governance.